You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode down at the Capitol building today. Super excited because uh, this one touches, I think, real close to me, basically what I do on the Instagram page. Um, it's all about Oklahoma and sat across the table from me, or I'm actually in his office, I guess, uh, <laughs> the Lieutenant Governor, Mr. Matt Pinnell. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. I love the podcast. I love what you guys do and promoting the state. So i um, excited to talk to you. I'm looking forward to this. This is uh, and me being from the UK and being British. When you think of someone who's a governor, you go back to the old London slang, <laughs> kind of, you know, like governor, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, typical, like people who try to you know say that kind of stuff from the uk and that's what i thought of straight away i'm like no one does that here it's, re- it's a real shame because it's kind of funny um but yeah i mean how's it been like you're a year in right yeah we're a year in mm-hmm. uh, a year in in january will have been sworn in you know we were sworn into office uh, uh-huh. in january but um we about a year into it uh we do not have it all figured out uh, i don't know if that ever uh frankly uh, happens with with right. politicians uh but but you know i the, the thing that i'm so excited about is that the things that i the reason i ran for lieutenant governor a big reason that i ran for lieutenant governor is i really wanted to be that sales and marketing director for the state of oklahoma mm-hmm. and show oklahomans and show the world how uh how great oklahoma was and the great thing is is now i have authority over that as right. lieutenant governor, the governor really has has given me authority over that as secretary of tourism and branding, and uh, so it's just been really exciting in this first year to to kind of get control over that tourism agency uh, and try to move the needle there and really make Oklahoma a top ten tourism state. Yeah, because you like you're saying you basically get to sell the state to everybody else around the world. Yeah, and that, that's the job to invite people to spend money in Oklahoma. Yeah, and like. So when I came to college and, you know, everyone's like, well, where's Oklahoma? And I'm like, yeah. well, first let me check before I jump on the plane. <laughs> um, but, you know, like I think since I've been here, you know, eight, nine years, we've come such a long way. And especially before that. And just to, you know, explain to people, you've got to just come and see it. Yeah. Right. It's just like that's the main hurdle, I yeah. think, that I've come from just getting my friends to come and visit. And, and when they have, they're like, well, I love it. Yeah. Like, can we stay longer? The right. people are great. And that's always the, the first thing in there. It's always the people yes. that make this place. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm checking on some of the websites of like travel is our third biggest industry. Yeah, is that right? It is. I mean, you know, people, the, the people in Oklahoma, there is no doubt, uh, separates us from other states. Mm-hmm. But when you, when those people come to Oklahoma and see how great, how diverse we are in both our landscape and our people and see all the things to do, the quality of life here, mm-hmm. there is a wow factor. Factor. Yeah. Uh, the, as you, and you almost nailed it. Come see for yourself. That that's the yeah. the uh, the uh, slogan at the uh, at the tourism at our tourism department. You know, come see for yourself. Come see. We th- this is an amazing mm-hmm. place. Uh, you can imagine anything that you could imagine that you could do. Uh, you can do it here yeah. in Oklahoma. Yeah. So going way back, growing up, what was like your image of Oklahoma growing up? 
Yeah, so I grew up in Tulsa, so uh-huh. in northeast Oklahoma, kind of the rolling green hills, uh, really... It's uh, like the pre- best part yeah. then. Oh, it's, a, it's a really <laughs> pretty landscape. part. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, northeast Oklahoma, they, there's a reason they call it green country. Uh, we are blessed with a lot of rain, yeah. and, and it is very green. You know, so I grew up uh, in Tulsa with some of the world's best museums. I was very spoiled mm-hmm. uh, with, with Philbrook and Gilcrease Museum. Uh, we have a great zoo, uh, great outdoor lifestyle mm-hmm. in northeast Oklahoma, a lot of great bike trails. And so I, I kind of grew up in that environment um, and, you know, really have taken that love of the arts uh, and the outdoors, uh, you know, grew up fishing with my grandfather at all these great lakes. We have mm-hmm. over 200 lakes in the state of Oklahoma, just some pristine lakes uh, in, in Oklahoma. And so I kind of grew up in that environment, uh, was really involved in Boy Scouts growing up. And so, you know, did a lot of did a lot of trips in New Mexico and Colorado and in Oklahoma. Uh, and, and so that that's kind of been a, a love of mine and a passion of mine. My wife and I are both, you know, outdoors enthusiasts. And again, to kind of do that and champion that inside of state government uh, is really a dream come true. Yeah, definitely. So growing up, like I said, you're very outdoorsy. Uh Where'd you go to high school? Uh, so went to Metro Christian Academy in, in uh, Tulsa. Okay. Uh, public schools through eighth grade and then uh, high school, went to private school and then Oral Roberts University for college. Okay. So stayed real local. Then. I did. Yeah. You know, I wasn't necessarily the plan. I looked at out-of-state colleges, uh, certainly looked at um, OU and OSU as well. Got a scholarship to ORU. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dad would have killed me if I didn't go, <laughs> didn't take the scholarship and go yeah. to ORU. Uh, but that really wasn't the plan until really senior year. Uh, but I love the experience. Right. Uh, of being uh, at ORU uh, and have some great friends. You know, there's over a hundred countries represented at o- ORU, which is one of the which most diverse crazy. colleges in yeah. the country. It's yeah. it's insane. And so I've got I've got friends from all over the world uh, that I went to school with, uh, which is which again is is pretty fun to continue to be promoting Oklahoma, yeah. but you know promoting it across the world. And that campus is so cool. Isn't it? Oh, it's really cool. It's really cool. And it's um, you know when Mark Green uh, with Hobby Lobby kind of you know, the influx of, of cash that, that mm-hmm. he helped, you know, really, uh, really help it out. Some of the financial problems that they had a number of years ago, there's now 11 straight years of, of, uh, of enrollment growth at ORU and they're building new buildings debt free now. So uh, yeah. I'm really proud of what they're doing. Yeah. So like I said, it wasn't, you know, when you were in high school, it was always, I want to go to university, but all Roberts wasn't really there, thereabouts. And then they offered you the scholarship. And That's right. Like, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So did you saying did dad go there as well? Uh, dad went to TU. Okay. So So uh, dad, uh, my dad grew up in Springfield, Missouri, and uh, was a really good tennis player. Got a scholarship to play at TU, and so that's kind of how we mm-hmm. became. She he married an Oklahoma girl. Rest is history. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he went to TU. Okay. So you say you got a scholarship. Was that a sports scholarship? Uh, and it was just kind of a. Uh, it was one scholarship that they gave from Metro to um, someone that was involved. Yes, from sports level because I did play tennis, uh, but also just um, I was in a lot of leadership classes in high school, student council. It's kind of a um, kind of a, a scholarship that they just get the whole person scholarship. Okay. Uh, so it was someone that was going to be involved in uh, you know kind of on the in the uh, leadership level as well. And and I certainly was at ORU. Okay. So from a young age, leadership and being in the role you're in now was kind of on the radar? It was, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of always gravitated towards, you know, student council okay. and, and, and uh, Oklahoma intercollegiate legislature uh, uh, groups, things like that. I, I just, I've, I've always enjoyed being around people. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of, uh, is the thing that always kind of encourages me and kind of gives me the shot in the arm is kind of just being around people. Um, and uh, the more diverse, the better, uh, okay. frankly. Uh, and bringing people together and fixing tough 
solve problems is always something that I've kind of um, been able to do and, yeah. and, and have learned from because I've been in some places of leadership over the last decades. Oh, cool. So do you have brothers and sisters going? Yeah, two, two younger sisters. Okay. Yeah, so I was the oldest, and uh, but it, yeah, I had a couple uh, younger sisters that uh, I'm still close with, and they still live in the state too. Yeah, did they follow you to OIU? Or uh, one of them did, okay. and then one of them went to Colorado State. So um, you know, she kind of took the love of the outdoors, and yeah. and uh, went to Colorado for a few years. Like I'm, I'm one of us has to leave the state <laughs> to go to college. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I went to. We moved to DC after we graduated for three or four years. Uh, my wife studied abroad when she was in, in college uh, in Paris for a semester. So you know, we love to travel. We we most of that travel is in the state of Oklahoma yeah. these days. Because uh, I certainly like to tell people, you know, don't cross over invisible lines and spend money in other states. Yeah. Spend it here. You can do everything right here. Yeah, definitely. So you definitely met your wife in college. Then. I did. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we actually went to high school together. She was one year younger than me. We started dating in college. We both went to ORU. Uh, she studied abroad in Paris uh, for for a, um, a couple semesters when when she, we were in college. And um, uh, she also is a Tulsa girl, good okay. Oklahoma girl. Did you visit Paris? I did. With, yeah. 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 A couple times. Different experience, isn't it? Totally different experience, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love Paris. Uh, we, you know, we, uh, we tried to get it. We got out there for our 15 year uh, anniversary and, and, uh, and yeah, certainly we loved it. Yeah. It's different. We went there. Um, we went back home for kind of like, I not really a honeymoon, but it was kind of like a honeymoon weekend in Paris. And I said to my wife, I was like, they really don't like Americans. No, so just let yeah. me do all the talking. <laughs> no, you know, we, we had good experiences, yeah. but, but there are some places you can go and yeah, they, yeah. they just don't like them. You've yeah. got to do it though. And you like, it's such, it's such a different place. Yeah. And you know, and you see the things they do and, and I think we were there maybe four or five hours and, you know, I see an old man walk out of a bakery with a baguette. Yeah. It's like three feet long. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we're in Paris. We're in Paris. <laughs> well, we, we plan on making some overseas trips, um, in, in my time as Lieutenant Governor, we're mm -hmm. going to be in the Czech Republic next year. We're going to be making a trip to Japan yeah. to really promote route 66, uh, which, you know, um, Europeans and, right. and, uh, really you, it's hard to find an international market now that, that is not fascinated by route 66 yeah, and the mother road. So, We've got a lot uh, planned mm -hmm. uh, to do more when it comes to marketing Oklahoma to international tourists, right? Uh, which is really exciting and a, uh, probably took a whole lot of time to talk about here. But but I would just say there'll, there'll be some announcements into the, in okay. the future and in the future in 2020 uh, where where the, our travel mm -hmm. um, our travel okay uh, department will be talking about some some further partnerships with yeah. the international communities. Which like it's. You know, and I kind of have both sides of this with, you know, growing up overseas, like Route 66 is something that everyone, it's on everybody's bucket list, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you come to Oklahoma or, or, you know, which is Oklahoma has what, the longest stretch yeah, of it, right? That's right. And it doesn't seem like anyone cares, yeah, do they? No one, like... We, we, we just no kind of really been surrounded it. by it. So, right. you know, every, you know when you're in Oklahoma, it's just Route 66. And, and most Oklahomans don't realize how big of a deal mm -hmm. this mother road is to international tourists. And, yeah. and so I... I talk about it in every speech that I give. Um, it's one of our greatest assets as a state from yeah. a tourism perspective, uh, over 400 drivable miles of this road. Mm -hmm. And it's really the authentic American experience that, that every international tourist is looking for. And, yeah. you know, that's why I continue to use the line. If you want to see America, you got to see Oklahoma. And if you, if you want to see what America's past, it's present, mm -hmm. what it's going to look like in the future, you've got to come see Oklahoma. Yeah. And there's so many like great things along the route it's only great restaurants my first it's my second day ever in the country my golf coach 
took me to Anne's Chicken Fry House yes. on, I guess it's on 66, yeah. but it's like, was it 39th Street mm-hmm. or whatever? But yeah, I'm driving in, I'm like, you know, what is this hole in the wall? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you go in there and there's just memorabilia oh, everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, this place is amazing. It, it's You've just got to go inside. It's, it's what tourists want. They want authenticity. Mm-hmm. They, they don't want some recreated, um, thing that is not authentic. Um, yeah. and, and tourists are very smart. If you're going to spend your money, you're going to do your research. Uh, and, and you have authentic experiences all across Oklahoma, not just Route 66, but that small town mm-hmm. Americana. Uh, we have that across 77 counties as well. Yeah, it's special. It really is. And they love seeing you drive in. Oh, you know, they see you have a different tag on. Yeah. And they know exactly that you're, you're there, you've, where you've, you know, where have you come from? They That's want to right. have a conversation. They won't forget it. No. When, when we were at that restaurant, um, you know, me and my dad went back, I think, for dinner that night because we were like, we just kind of want to see it even more, <laughs> yeah. you know. And we sat there chatting and I think there must have been, it was a game on, I think it might have been football or something like that. And the lady across the booth, you know, recognized that we weren't speaking normal mm-hmm. American accent. Yes. She's like, where are you from? got to chat and told her the story and she's like if your dad's leaving you Monday like here's my contact now if you ever need anything let me know uh, that's awesome I'm like uh, initially I'm like that's really weird right coming <laughs> yeah. from the UK and being like who is this you know yeah. but now it's just like that's you know that's, years later I'm like that's such a normal thing now that's like, what I kind of do that to other people yeah. as well it's, it's what we do here. yeah yeah um, so you graduate college with a degree in advertising. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So I, you know, the, I worked for, it was interning for a couple of PR advertising firms locally, uh, Ackerman and McQueen actually mm-hmm. in the Tulsa, in their Tulsa office. And I loved it. And, yeah. and I just started doing that inside of politics. I started working on some political campaigns, kind of one campaign led to another campaign, which led us then to Washington DC to spend a few years, came home, ran more campaigns, mm-hmm. uh, ended up working and running the Republican National uh, Committee uh, okay. nationally, uh, worked, ran the state party and then then helped run it nationally, uh, which which was a whole other experience. Uh, but, you know, really my job was to go in and rebuild state parties and, and uh, you know, help them build programs, you know, low dollar donor programs, uh, communication plans. And so I loved that part yeah. of politics. Uh, and it's it's a skill set that, that I'm still using today. Right. It's just changed a little bit with just, you know, all the internet stuff and how now social media plays a huge part in politics. It, it does. I mean, those digital budgets are now as big as uh, getting close yeah. to as big as a television budget. Um, and yeah, but, but, and it's, you know, politics is 24 seven, 365. Right. A lot of people don't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, but it is a reality. It's hard to get away from it. Yeah. Uh, and presidential campaigns are billion dollar efforts now, which again, some people may yeah. argue is not a good thing. Uh, but, but it, it's now, it's a professionalized political consultant game. Right. Uh, so it, that's just, it, listen, it's politics, yeah. uh, but, but it, it constantly changes. And, and for sure on the, the social media, the digital digital side of this, the micro targeting that mm-hmm. you can do now, uh, and do it so well and so targeted, uh, that it, that it really helps you maximize a dollar. Oh, now. definitely. Cause like, it's, I mean, going back to advertising and marketing, you've got to go to where people are, Yeah, you know, and everyone's on their phone, everyone's on Facebook or wherever they are. And like you said, with that micro targeting we have now, yeah, you know, it's, I'm, is there a correlation between the increase in, you know, I don't know. Is there more people voting now compared to when they were because of social media? You know, just, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I wish more people voted. Right. Uh, it's still pretty low uh, in America. 
uh, lower than some, you know, some mm-hmm. international communities uh, needs to be higher. But, yeah. but I think because you can target now so well uh, that I think that will help increase turnout. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, it's candidates mm-hmm. and do candidates connect with the voters? And if they do, then there'll be a higher turnout. Yeah. Still comes back to candidates. Yeah. How was uh, how was the your time in D.C.? You what know, we you really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, you know, it's just great not having to have a car. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the public transportation. Yeah. Um, again, we forget. I, I, I now as the secretary of tourism, you know, I, I spoke at a bike summit uh, this year and um, there now is kind of that next generation is trying to um, demand mm-hmm. and they should demand uh, more walkability, um, not just sidewalks, but I'm talking, you know, bike lanes um, and public transportation options, because yeah. that's what the next generation is going to demand uh, from their employers. Yeah. Uh, and it's important that uh, employers do listen to that because that will help us retain and recruit talent mm-hmm. uh, to cities. But that's what D.C. did. And, and D.C. was obviously forced to do it because they had such these these huge communities and they, people were tired of sitting in two, three hour, uh, you yeah. know, commuting, commuting times. Uh, and so, you know, I, I was able to ride Amtrak and Metro to work every day and, uh, and loved it and loved my time in DC, but we did not want to raise our family there. We wanted to raise our family back in Oklahoma. We have four kids now, uh, in the Jinx public school district, uh-huh. uh, in the, uh, in the Tulsa suburbs and we love it, uh, and, and love living, living back in Oklahoma. But, um, so I like visiting DC, but, yeah. uh, uh, don't want to raise my family there and, and certainly don't want to, uh, have to do that morning and afternoon commutes. Right. But again, public transportation is great. It only takes you so far. It still yeah. sometimes can be a tough commute. It would commute. be great if it was like that here, wouldn't it? I mean, oh, I know it's getting great. much better with the bike lanes that are going in, especially in Oklahoma city and, and obviously the new, you know, streetcar that's helping. But like it, it will take a long time to it, be as good will. as you know European places or like I said DC. But you know, it, and I think like you said, you have to do it for the generation that's coming up because less people are driving now and taking the driving test than ever before, yeah. which is kind of scary. It is, and and I, I think you know the best time to start is today, right? Mm-hmm. It, yeah. You know, t- having the conversations. You have a lot of uh, we have a lot of rail around the state of Oklahoma, and and getting more Amtrak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've talked about high speed rail between you know Tulsa and Oklahoma City and other places. You know, if we continue to create jobs in the mm-hmm. state of Oklahoma, uh, there will be a demand for that. Yeah. Uh, and and so you got to keep the big thing, the big thing, and the big thing is creating private sector jobs in mm-hmm. the state of Oklahoma. If we can do that. Uh, retain the talent that we currently have, recruit other people to start businesses here, relocate here. Uh, and we create that density mm-hmm. uh, in not just Tulsa and Oklahoma City, but in other cities in Oklahoma, then I think there will be a further uh, clamoring for public transportation. Yeah, definitely. And you were saying, you know, you're, you're Kids are in Jenks now, so huge football fans. Because yeah. Jenks are a huge football powerhouse, we right? Are, as far yes. as I understand it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, Jinx has always been. I grew up not liking Jinx, right? Because uh, they were kind of one of our rivals. We played them in tennis, and they always beat us really, really bad. Uh, but, but yes, uh, the, you know, they're, they're, they are a powerhouse in football and they're actually in the state championship this year again. Okay, good. Well, good luck to that. Thank you. Uh, who are they playing? Uh, they're, they're playing another Northeast Oklahoma team. So, you know, the, 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 there's not been a team in 6A that has kind of won on this side of the turnpike in the Oklahoma City area. It's really yeah. been kind of uh, teams in Northeast Oklahoma. Wasso, Broken Arrow, Jinx have been the teams that have won it almost every year. Right. Union, Union's another powerhouse over there in Northeast Oklahoma. 
Oklahoma. Yeah, and the band's really good too. Yeah, great bands. Broken Arrow uh, has an amazing band. Union has a great band. Um, I'll leave a, a lot of bands out, I'm sure, but <laughs> yeah. these are these are great, uh, you know, bands for from a branding perspective mm-hmm. too. When they're going around and competing across the country, that's great for us here oh, in Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. So when you were kind of growing up in the Tulsa area, there's always this stigma like about Oklahoma City and Tulsa, mm-hmm. like. What was that? Was that? Has it got worse? Is it the same? Like how? Or is it just hearsay and no one really cares? You know, it, there's highs and lows to it if, from yeah. a competition perspective. Right now, there's a great working relationship. You mm-hmm. have a mayor in Oklahoma City and a mayor in Tulsa that are good friends, uh, which is helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so GT Bynum and Tulsa, Mayor Hold here in Oklahoma City, uh, they like each other and they're working together. Uh, but there is still a healthy competition. Yeah. Uh, there always will be. Uh, we compete for jobs. I mean, Tulsa and Oklahoma City sometimes compete against each other for, for jobs, uh, relocations. So, and listen, I think that's that's also healthy. I mean, that there is a competition there. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, I mean, Tulsa um, was kind of the it town. Uh, and then Oklahoma City, the revitalization effort that happened in the, in the 90s and the 2000s, MAPS programs, you know, came on board. Uh, Oklahoma City is a one of the premier cities in America today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is the premier city in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. There's it with the thunder, um, with, with the job growth here, uh, with the maps program. Uh, it is remarkable, uh, mm-hmm. truly remarkable, what is happening in Oklahoma City. And I give their city leadership a lot of credit for it. Tulsa is a, still a very thriving city. We need both of those cities to yeah. be doing very well. Um, but but I would say today there's a working relationship with the cities that I haven't seen um, in, in a very long time. Right. It's healthy competition, isn't it? Because like from my time being here, it's like I never kind of really went up to Tulsa. You know, like I said, it's only an hour and a half away. I'd probably go to a concert. Probably yeah. go to you know, go to Canes or go to, um, you know, the BOK or whatever. But that was the only reason. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they opened up the gathering place. Yeah. And you're like, wow, this yeah. place is so cool. Yeah, and then that, Oklahoma City opens up the Sizzletail Park, and it's yeah. like, it's just not as good. Yeah. You know. Well, and and I mean, it is amazing. Will, but oh, like, a, you know, it is amazing. But it's healthy competition, which it, is great for everybody. It, but there's nothing like the gathering place in the world. You're right. Yeah. Number one, number one new attraction in America. Um, by time by USA Today and and Time Magazine has named it one of the top 100 places in the world. The gathering place. So over two million people have visited, mm-hmm. uh, and we want those people to stay overnight because heads and beds is what we need. We need people in hotel rooms uh, to really move sales tax numbers. Uh, but yeah, the Oklahoma City with Scissor Tail um, Park, which which is fantastic. You know, really the game changer for Oklahoma City right now is what they're building right now. It's that's the new convention center. Yeah. When that convention center is finished, and you have those. Those new hotels that are going around the convention center. Uh, when they start filling up and, and we start luring, and we will, mm-hmm. 100%, we will, we'll get huge national conventions and international conventions coming to Oklahoma City. That is a game changer for Oklahoma City from a sales tax collection perspective. Yeah. And we live or die on sales tax in Oklahoma. We're one of the most sales tax dependent states in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the only cities in America currently building a new convention center. So again, kudos to Oklahoma City to seeing that vision. Yeah. I know it took a lot. And a lot of people, you know, probably said, well, why are we building a new convention center? People, there, there are conventions in cities across the country that every day are competing for thousands of people to come to their cities and spend yeah. a lot of money for three days or heck a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Oklahoma city got it. They, they get it. Uh, and they're going to, they're going to make a whole lot of money off of it. Yeah. So, you know, you come back from DC, you get, um, you know, you want to raise your family back in Oklahoma. 
what job did you start doing when you came back? Yeah, so ran a lieutenant, actually ran a lieutenant governor race for a guy named Scott Pruitt mm-hmm. um, and lost that race and then um, was reached out by the Oklahoma Republican Party to kind of help run the Oklahoma Republican Party. Ended up, uh, you know, a year into that, running mm-hmm. f- to be the state party chairman. Was yeah. 29 years old, uh, was the youngest state chairman in the country. And, you know, I really wanted the next generation to be involved in politics, um, both on the Republican and Democrat side. I mean, I, I, you got to have that next generation engaged in the political process. And I just, you know, let's put our ideas out there and let's let the marketplace decide uh-huh. what the right, the best idea is. And that's kind of how we operated yeah. and uh, recruited some good, pragmatic candidates um, and ended up. You know, after those four years, Republicans held every statewide position in the state, every federal elected position in the state, first time in state history. Mm-hmm. And um, I w- was proud of that and went on from that to, to help uh, run the National Party. Yeah. I bet that was was it much different? It, you know, it, it really wasn't in some ways. I mean, I, I worked with all the state chairmen in the country already as okay. a state chairman in Oklahoma. And so I would go into Arkansas or go into New Hampshire, go into Connecticut, go into California and try to fix their state parties. Yeah. Uh, and so I would work with a lot of the people that I was working with when I was state chairman and uh, loved the job. One of the, uh, you know, was able to visit all 50 states. Yeah. I mean, not a whole lot of people are able to do that. No. And uh, I, I got to see... Uh, so many different people and how a, a Republican thinks in Connecticut is not how a Republican thinks in Oklahoma sometimes. And it was good for me. It was very, yeah. it opened my eyes um, a lot to, to uh, how politics actually works. And a lot of it is personality driven uh, a lot of times mm-hmm. and being elected as Lieutenant governor, I've seen it uh, as well is that, you know, the, the party labels sometimes drop and you're working with individuals, yeah. um, both on the Republican Democrat side. Yeah. So it's, I mean, seems like you've always been traveling regardless of what yeah, job you're in you're it, always traveling somewhere it's a it's a yeah that actually it's a really good point uh i have yeah. uh, my, my my motor is always running that is for sure um you know i one of my favorite quotes is if you're not moving you're losing uh that was a, a quote from a guy named john sears who ran reagan's campaign um and i, I think it's true i mean i i um ORU kind of instilled that in me mm-hmm. as well you know make no little plans here is, is the slogan there at ORU so i always thought big and let's change the world um, and to do that, you, you can't be real st- you get static, right? Uh, you gotta be moving and you gotta be taking, you know, uh, charging the hill, yeah. uh, so to speak. And, and I've always done that in my career. Yeah. So now, you know, you're in a job position, like we were talking earlier, you have to go and sell this state to yeah. other states, other places, mm-hmm. and obviously internationally with route 66. How has that been in this, like the last year that you've been you know, I, I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, hey, thank you for, for championing the state or yeah. thank you for talking about Route 66. We've been waiting, you know, for someone <laughs> yeah. to, 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 to talk about how big of an industry tourism is. Mm-hmm. And so that's good to hear. Uh, that pat on the back is, is, yeah. is a good reinforcement. And so now we're looking for, you know, marketing dollars that will compete across the country. You know, we have a pretty small marketing budget. For a state with so many tourism assets, you know, our Native American history uh, to Yes Route 66 to the Chisholm Trail and the land run, you know, no other state really can match our heritage in our history. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, and that's pretty remarkable that oh, I can yeah. say that with a straight face. There's not really another state 
that can do and sell everything that we can in Oklahoma. Um, but I don't think our marketing budget is big enough to tell the world all about it. Right. Um, and, and so that's got to change. And so we, we're working on a legislative level to try to increase that budget a little bit. You have to invite people to a state for them to come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it you, you got to stop and, and think about that. But you got to invite people first. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to come to Oklahoma if you don't invite them, if you don't tell them why they, they should come and spend money in Oklahoma. Uh, and, and so we're putting kind of a new marketing campaign together right now. We're, you know, we've created new trail systems. You know, the fishing trail, music trail is going to be relaunched. Uh, Route 66 certainly will be. Uh, we have a, a Route 66 convention uh, this year. Uh, Centennial is coming. So the timing is right yeah. to take advantage of this tourism industry. Yeah. And it's like you said, because when you, you know, you go back to inviting people here, you know, from, from, like I said, being an international and being overseas and, and how expensive it is to travel, especially if you've got kids and a family, mm-hmm. when you think, oh, we you know we want to go to the States, we've got to, we'd love to go see the States. You don't think of Oklahoma, no, do you? No. You know, it's always like Vegas or California right. or New York or whatever. Like it's always just kind of those yeah. three or four, you know, maybe Colorado yeah. if you like the mountains. But yeah. and, and a big reason for that is they promote themselves. Yeah. You know, I mean, Vegas and LA and, and Colorado, they have pretty big international marketing budgets. Uh, there is a, a not an, none of these jobs are easy sales jobs, but yeah. I will tell you, there is a story to tell uh, to a Japanese tourist of why they need to come to Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and I think it, it sells really well, actually. But you have to be able to have a, a marketing budget to, to put behind it. Yeah. It's working in Oklahoma. I mean, when we, you know, we have a lot of tourists from Texas and Arkansas, uh, Louisiana, Kansas. You know, a regional footprint is really strong. It's only going to get stronger because I think we're doing a better job now of, of marketing the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we go international, the sky's the limit. Yeah. So talk about, you know, you've recently just come back from Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the first time you've been to Taiwan? It's actually the second time. I went over okay. there uh, with the Republican National Committee for their national day four or five years ago. But I wanted to go back because, you know, there's about 750,000 Taiwanese that visit America every year. Wow. It's a growing Asian uh, tourist market. Asians love touring. They love being tourists. Uh, and Taiwan is a growing market. Their economy is getting better. And be- uh-huh. when, when that happens, you get more tourists. Well, they have a direct flight from Taipei City to Houston now. Okay. They have one to LA as well. So where do you think most of those Taiwanese go when they're uh, right. doing, when they're coming to America? They're, they're being a tourist in Houston, which yeah. I can tell you right now, we got more stuck to show. Stuck in traffic all day. Yeah, stuck in traffic. I'm, I, yeah. I don't think it's a great experience. LA, no. yeah, can give you, you know, yeah. uh, LA's a great city. But but if we can get, get them from Houston and then get them to Oklahoma City or Tulsa, I'm telling you right now, they're going to be wild. And so mm-hmm. we already have uh, Taiwanese that do come from Houston. Uh, they continue the track to Oklahoma to do Route 66 because we have the data to show it. And so that uh, there'll be further partnerships there. Okay, uh, We'll be in the Czech Republic next year for the International Route 66 Convention because yeah. the Czech Republic is just absolutely on fire for Route 66. Really? Yes. It's one of our biggest uh, international tourist markets is the is Czech it, Republic. Are they a big 
biker culture there? Uh, they are. Yeah, okay. they, they love biking. Um, I actually met with the uh, Czech Republic International Route 66 Association. There actually is one. Wow. Okay. Uh, they do two trips to Oklahoma every year. That's every crazy. year for the last 30 yeah. years since they've been freed from communism. Uh, they saw the mother road is, is really freedom to yeah. them. That, that's what the freedom was that's to, amazing. to them was this mother road was route 66, which is an amazing story. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll be over there promoting, um, uh, Oklahoma. Uh, so th- th- those type of things we just haven't done. We, we haven't, we haven't, uh, gone over, uh, and, and shaken hands, uh, and put a booth up and said, and, and really started beating our chest to the, Hey, yeah. Oklahoma is a pretty special place. And let me tell you about it. Uh, th- th- there, there's a big, um, uh, place for that. And it really mm-hmm. a vacuum and, and we're going to try to fill it, uh, and, and start telling that story. Yeah. So, you know, you, like I said, like you were saying, you've traveled a lot growing up, you traveled a lot with the jobs that you've had. And now you still travel a lot, but you also travel a lot around the state. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, you're kind of pretty much, you know, all over. I know you, you did a family trip right down in Broken Bow this yeah. year. Um, you know, and then you obviously did the ATV event yeah. that was up, up a little bit further north. So are you? have you seen, I assume you've seen more of the state this year than you ever have? Yes. Yeah. Accurate. Right? That is accurate. Yeah. yeah. How has that been? What has that been oh, like just to kind of open your eyes to and you know to the state? It, it opens. It, it's really an eye opener. We have twelve ecosystems in the state of Oklahoma. Okay, uh, which you know very few other states can match that. You know when you can go from Little Sahara State Park, which you know I'm I'm on these sand dunes where you feel like you're in you know Little Sahara for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I can drive, you know, an hour outside of there and be in rolling green hills uh, in northeast Oklahoma. There's not another state that can offer that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, down to Beaver's Bend, which is one of the most beautiful places in the entire country, uh, and go trout fishing, some of the best trout fishing in the entire country. You don't have to go to Colorado or, or you know, Arkansas. You can do it right here in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And it's really telling that story. There is a story to tell there that you can do that on a tank of gas. I mean, you really can. Two to three hours, you can hit all of those spots. And by the way, go see dinosaur tracks in western Oklahoma. So if if we, moving forward in the state, can market that and package that— You'll have more people, I believe, in the state of Oklahoma that will choose to spend their money in Oklahoma instead of going to Arkansas or mm-hmm. Louisiana or, you know, uh, regional footprint for sure. We got to keep that homegrown money here. Uh, and I think it will instill some more state pride in the state, too. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, I mean, I, I really enjoy, you know, through the Instagram page, just sharing pictures that people take in these places because. Yeah, you know, friends of mine went up and did their wedding photos at Little yeah. Sahara. Yeah, um, new baby photos have been up there, you know. And yeah. then if you want to go and see, especially in the fall, you know, down kind of Talamina area or like you said, Beavers Bend. I mean, it's it doesn't look like it's in Oklahoma. No, you know, no, it it, it doesn't. You know, really imagine that uh, all it's the places crazy. you know yeah. that, that you can see in the state. Uh, that's why we launched the road trip. Yeah, uh, the, every Wednesday we release a new episode that kind of shows a, a road trip. Uh, that's why I love what you guys do. Mm-hmm. We have to have people, Rising Tide lifts all boats here. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we need more and more of that. And we need ambassadors. You know, Texas does this. They kind of have uh, state park ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to launch that in Oklahoma too. Okay, cool. Um, you know, with traveling around and going to all these events, uh, it's kind of like the best job, right? Because you're like, I kind of have to be there. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I really want to go, but I am. I, it's part of my job. I have yes. to be there. Uh, what's been kind of some of the ones that, 
were kind of really, I guess, underrated, mm-hmm. shocked you a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and it is the best job in state government. I, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I believe, um, you know, um, underrated, Oh man, Western Oklahoma, I think is, is so foreign <laughs> to Oklahomans. They're, most oh, yeah. Oklahomans have not been to the Panhandle. Uh, they don't realize how beautiful it is out there. Um, and you know, that I would, I would really, um, you know, going out to Black Mesa, seeing the stars, one of the best stargazing, uh, places in the country, uh, is out in Western Oklahoma. If you want to get away from it all, mm-hmm. uh, and go see, um, again, America, uh, that is still kind of preserved, um, I, I, Western Oklahoma, it's definitely underrated, um, out in Western Oklahoma. Um, it, you know, there's other areas certainly, um, uh, you know, around the state. I, I, I think, you know, the, the, uh, Chisholm trail when it comes to kind of the Enid Duncan Kingfisher area, um, learning about the land run and that history there is is underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to do a, a, a better job in the state of telling that story to, to tourists as well, because that I think it sells really well. It's another uh, great area. I think our college towns, Stillwater and Norman in particular, um, are great in growing, really growing college mm-hmm. towns uh, that have really cool main streets. Um, that um, a lot of people um, could could spend a couple of days easily in those towns. Yeah, and you know, to you know, saying that like you don't really have to be there in school season to no. enjoy it. I know you don't. You, you know, don't. they're so cool. It's it, such it's, a great. It's a great place. There. Great place. Yeah, going doing a doing a t- doing tailgating at a OU or OSU game is a must. Yeah, we did. Uh, my parents were were in town um, in August, September. When were they? Recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was home OSU homecoming, yeah. so whenever that was, we went and took my dad and my brother to that, oh, I mean, and they never had an experience like yeah. it. You know, we're walking in and they're like, "What are these tents for?" I'm like, "Yeah, what do you mean these tents?" Like, there's people <laughs> bringing their grills and their yeah. TVs and their satellites yeah. to sit here for four hours before kickoff. Like, this is this is what they do. They were blown away because yeah. you know it rains all the time back home, uh-huh. and you just kind of sit in the bubble. Oh, that's it. One of the best homecomings in America. It was. It was there. They had a great time. We got spoiled, um, but they loved it, and you know they now they understand college football. Sure. Um, so obviously, you know, Stillwater kind of has the land run, right? Mm-hmm. The bike race that's hundred mile bike race. Yes. That brings. I mean, sells out in less than an yeah. hour, and yeah. it's it's if it, people listening do not understand or don't know what it is, look up on. I think it's Instagram Land Run One Hundred. I think is what yeah. it is. A uh, hundred mile bike race starts in Stillwater, but also, like I said, there's a fifty k bike race and a fifty k run. Um, it's mad up there, oh. isn't it? It's, it's sold out in six minutes. It's online. crazy. Uh, I had a buddy of mine in Tulsa that um, got me interested in, in biking a, yeah. a year and a half ago, and I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with the community, uh, the land run. I did the land run 50. Uh, was my first race, and uh, man, I, I was sold after mm-hmm. that. Uh, it's it it is economic development. I mean, this gets people to your community. Almost every state was represented in this in this race, so it's great branding for our state. A lot of money is spent uh, over that weekend. Uh, then I did Tulsa Tough in Tulsa, which is a premier race in in the country now. Um, the governor and I, uh, I think we'll be doing the Ironman next year. Okay. Uh, so be praying for us, please. For yeah. That. Um, uh, which we, that again, that's huge. It for is that huge. To come to the, yeah. Cause I reading in the Ironman community and reading the comments when that was posted, yeah. everyone's like, it's May Yeah. in Oklahoma. Yeah. 
uh, and like if we're just reading the comment section of everyone that doesn't live in Oklahoma is yeah. losing their mind. I, I'm telling you, they uh, they will again be wild. Yeah, uh, we're gonna roll out the red carpet that's for Tulsa. It. Is that's it? in Tulsa in May. Um, but yeah, we we're, we're trying to do as many of those events as possible. I'm doing the Green Leaf Trail Run, um, which is at Green Leaf State Park. Uh, love trail running mm-hmm. as well. Um, I mean, again, that that kind of quality of life trail systems um, are so important, um, and those kind of races mm-hmm. are so important to small towns and big towns alike. Uh, and we'll do everything we can to promote them and make sure that communities put money behind those efforts. Yeah, it's a it's a different atmosphere, isn't it? When you go to a race like that, or a marathon, or a bike race, like it's the camaraderie and just kind of it's not like I want to beat you. I'm you know, and I know that especially in the ultra, you know, the distance ones, it's even better, right? Because in some of the marathon ones, you know, you kind of out there on your own. You have a time to beat. You have a set a goal. But with the ultra ones, you just want to finish. Oh, yeah. You know, and everyone's out there and everyone's taking pictures in the land room with that red couch that's yeah. in the middle of the gravel oh, road yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, Again, yeah, authentic. You know, it, it, is. it is. that. That's why it sells well. Uh, and that's why it will continue to sell well. Yeah, definitely. It's, yeah. And, you know, going recently, we've had the, the BMX championships that comes to Tulsa, which I didn't know much about until mm-hmm. seeing that. Didn't they build a new facility for that? Yeah, they did. Yeah. The, the BMX is, you know, kind of now their training um, facility now is in Tulsa area, yeah. uh, which is, again, helps uh, certainly rebrand the state. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. And then, like I said, we were talking earlier, the ATV takeover, I guess, is what yes. this brand is as. Yeah in just one year has grown oh, massively massively and and there's just the, the, the little sahara uh if you haven't those listening that have not been there you've got to go check it out mm-hmm. um that that is um an area uh, that uh of the country there's only a couple places in the country like it and nothing around oklahoma so uh it was huge this year uh, only the second year where they've done kind of that that uh, that weekend next year will be even bigger yeah it's uh i have to go next year because i had friends call me this year that come on we're going and yeah. you know friends have two or three four seaters and they're, they're oh, yeah. ready to go and it's going to a tent and all that it, kind of stuff I'm it like, was one of the cooler things that uh, i've done in oklahoma right yeah because when you go with two or three guys it's kind of cool and you kind of go to the trail but when you're there with hundreds of yeah. atvs oh it's it's i'm sure it's something else it is um I don't want to take too much more of your time. What kind of, what, what are you excited for next year? What's coming up next year? Yeah. So, you know, next year we have, um, we'll, we'll be further developing out our Oklahoma fishing trail. Uh, so we launched that this year. Um, you can kind of create the, you can, uh, com- if you complete the grand slam of Oklahoma fishing, which you catch five different species of fish, we mail you a sticker okay. uh, that you can put on your Yeti cup. That was a small idea that's turned into like a really big idea because, uh, we're getting about $60 back for every dollar we're spending on, on advertising yeah. that trail. Um, fishing is a huge multi-billion dollar industry. We're going to relaunch our music trail next year. Uh, the, the musical heritage that we have in Oklahoma from Hanson to, uh, to Garth Brooks is uh, extremely diverse. Uh, and so we'll be, you'll have physical markers uh, for the first time and directional mm-hmm. signage to, uh, you know, different markers that you can go and take a picture in front of, again, from Reba to Garth to Hanson all across the state, which we think is going to sell really yeah. well. Um, we'll have certainly further developed Route 66 plan. Uh, and, and you'll see uh, kind of an in-state effort next year of, again, really communicating to Oklahomans about how important keeping their their, their dollars local and uh, doing staycations. Um, you know, states that do that have been very successful doing that. I think it's important that we kind of let folks know, hey, you can get away from it all, but you can do that in Oklahoma, too. 
uh, and, and help your own communities mm-hmm. out because, you know, cities operate on sales tax for operations. And, uh, I think if more, you know, families knew that, then, uh, they might discover something that they can do in Oklahoma. Oh yeah. Cause there's always something to oh, discover. Definitely. In Oklahoma. Well, always. Like you're saying, you can be in any corner of the state and do something. That's right. Um, you know, and, and the, the, so the best way to see all this information is on the Travel OK website. TravelOK.com, yep, mm-hmm. uh, is, is the place uh, to, to send them. You can uh, search the hashtag, hashtag road trip OK, uh, to follow our road trip around the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my Lieutenant Governor uh, Instagram um, and Twitter feed and Facebook, we, we try to be very active mm-hmm. on social media. I, I, you know, I take that responsibility very seriously. If it is my job to promote the state, we're going to promote the state. Because yeah. I don't think we do a good job of bragging. I just don't. Right. Uh, we're very humble people. It's not people. really our nature, is it? It's not the nature of our people. And I love that about Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But as my job, my job is to brag about how great Oklahoma is. Yeah. Yes, there's things we've got to fix from a policy perspective, too, just like every other state. But there is some wonderful, amazing things happening in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we need to brag about those things, too. Definitely. And I think, can you get a free, uh, what's the book that Travel Okay will send you? Yeah, well, great point. You no, know, right? any brochure, you can request any brochure online. I have for it. free. It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, anything that you see on the Travel OK website, any brochures, all of our brochures are free and ship for free. Mm-hmm. So go online. Uh, I mean, I've shipped 50, you know, 15 to 20 of these. I'll ship, I'll ship in my buddy's houses. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they go to Arkansas and I, I razz them for it all the time. Uh, no, I, I, I send this stuff to my friends and family all the time, but it, all of that stuff is free on our website. Awesome. Well, again, uh, thanks so much for your time. Oh. I'm really excited for next year. Absolutely. Uh, looking forward to it. So, and how can everyone follow you? What's your Instagram? Yeah, so on uh, Instagram, uh, it's ltgovpanel, uh, and uh, same handle uh, on um, on uh, Twitter as okay. well. And then just search, you know, Lieutenant Governor Matt Pinnell on Facebook. Awesome. Again, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.